This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested, unfocused, lazy. Millennial. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. Leaders are asking, what do you want? Had a really nice, uh, really nice uh, bike ride this morning, all the way from Ama. From Ama, yeah, Ama. It doesn't make any sense. Why do you say? Why do you call it Ama? No, because it's like. That's the Ama. beauty about Danish language. It makes no sense. I would say Ama gebor, whatever bro bro, but it's Ama. <laughs> You're like ah fuck it. Ama bogel. Ah, okay. Ama bogel. No, but then I'm happy it's Ama, to be honest. Ama is known for their uh, silicone boobs. And, uh, uh, you know, when you get a tattoo right here on your lower, lower back, back, it's called an uh, Ama Pla, uh, oh. Ama license plate. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, or it used to, it's not like that anymore. But go that's back wh- that's why I stayed 15 there. years. That's, that's why I was there. <laughs> that's me, in a nutshell. No, 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 but now no, it's no. nice actually. I have a good good impression of it. What were you doing at Ama? My brother lives there. Ah, okay, yeah. far out. You can live no, like no north of. Ama. Ah, okay, yeah. good yeah. because you can like in the beginning of Ama, it's yeah. quite nice. Yeah, but the further away you get, uh, that's where all the tattoos appear. Tattoos and and Silicon. fake fake boobs comes in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing wrong Excellent. with fake boobs, by the no, way. They're great. Yeah, they're great. Hello and welcome to Millennials at Work and Millennials in Copenhagen, yeah, actually. Yeah, exactly. It's a special episode, uh, or I don't know if it's a special episode, but uh, it's a special um, happening, special feeling being here in your hometown. Exactly. Visiting. In my apartment, as even. As well. And have to say, for, just for the record, <laughs> Rasmus has a whiteboard uh, in, his, uh, in his living room, which is very impressive. Uh, I think my... It's three and a half meters long. Yeah, it's, it is impressive. I have two of them. <laughs> in my... My favorite thing in the apartment. My interpretation is that you just have it so that people don't ask what you work with. They're like, okay, this guy just writes a lot of shit on the whiteboard. Is that the reason? That's not exactly the reason, but uh, I guess it's, uh, it's a part of the reason as well. Okay. I think it's just, you know, that... So what I really wanted was you can get this whiteboard, uh, whiteboard paint. Yeah. So like paint uh, the entire uh, apartment in that, so I can write everywhere. Oh. Okay. Um, but you have to; it's very expensive, and you have yeah. to have like do something with the walls beforehand. So uh, I got the second best, which is these whiteboards, secondhand. They were really expensive, or not expensive, <laughs> really cheap. This is a good middle ground. But yes, it's the uh, middle of the summer. We are uh, both in Copenhagen at the moment because I'm uh, visiting some people here and you and doing some recording and sweating a bit and biking around. It's great. It's very humid in Copenhagen right now. It's very humid and it is, I guess, exactly how summer should be mm. in the city, right? And uh, welcome, to every- welcome everyone to Millennials at Work. Uh, still, 
at work, even if it's summer. It's a podcast brought to uh, brought to you by me, Edite, and uh, my fellow co-host here, Rasmus. And it's basically about uh, everything millennials at work. So it's about how to be and handle millennials and what we want from a workplace, how to be our boss and everything around being a young professional, as we like to say. Exactly. Yeah. What's today's topic? Today's topic is how to dress at work. And that uh, may sound very simple, but the matter of fact is that it's really complicated. It can be really daunting. I know that you and I have different perspectives on this. We think different about this, yeah. Yeah. And we probably have different experiences with that Very as well. different. Because, I mean, that is, a, that is a, I think, very packed subject mm. because there's so many layers of that. You can look at it in layers, layers and layers, layers of clothes. Um, you can look at it from different viewpoints and culturally and, and historic in whatever way. And um, it's funny because like, we're not really the fashionistas, I think, in this sense. So Talk you won't for really... yourself, energy. I have a pretty good style. <laughs> That is true. Like I would, I'm only speaking for myself. I'm only speaking for myself, and it's. No, I'm uh, kidding. Uh, so I don't know how a tip based this podcast will be in terms of this is what you should wear for work, but um, but maybe Rasmus will give us some uh, summer uh, 2018. <laughs> yeah, that's the, la- the latest the trends. Latest <laughs> trends uh, I'm, a, the, a I'm the so wrong guy to ask. Uh, come on, that's not true. Should but we? that's we, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes, and uh, I'm super excited. It's gonna be. It's been a while since we've recorded, yeah. so it's good to get back to it. And um, as always, we uh, start with the check-in. Check-in. I have prepared a question, and today's question is um, related to today's topic. Woof. I want you to check in with uh, telling our listeners what you're wearing and maybe why you're <laughs> wearing it, or like a story around it. Ah. Uh. Well, I'm I'm so interestingly dressed today. It's basically kind of almost the same thing I wear every day. Uh, I am wearing a black T-shirt. Like it's really the most simple T-shirt you can get. Oh, thanks. My my mom got this from secondhand in Latvia like mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Great point. I wear black trousers. They're a bit like um, they're um, quite wide. That's good for summer because. It's um, wind and all, you know, it's important, especially if they're black, because you don't want to sweat too much. Mega tip right here, just saying. And then I actually have bare feet and I have uh, bare sandals somewhere. Bare. <laughs> I have bare sandals. I have black sandals. That's what I want to say. Transparent I, sandals. <laughs> Transparent. Or bear as the animal. Yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> And I wear a lot of black and I don't know if that was Sweden that changed me or what happened, but I actually feel really comfy in black and I feel like I prefer black. Black is my happy color or black is my go-to color. That's Mm. maybe a better way of putting it, even in summer. So, um, so I'm very, I'm very, um, minimalistic at the moment, but functional. Functional. And you look comfortable as well. Casual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also sitting in a very weird position, so that's very important. And it's because I can do it because I have such casual uh, personality as well. Yes. <laughs> what are you wearing now, Rasmus? Tell us. I am wearing 
Uh, I think I'm also pretty casual today. Yeah, I'm actually it's, uh, wearing Rasmus' apartment, so he's sitting in yeah, underwear. Yeah, so I'm sitting in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Just uninvented socks. Uh, no, I am uh, wearing a um, green, almost not denim-like, but like rough material uh, shirt. Wait, wait, wait! Did you say green? Yeah, I would say this is green. No, that's turquoise. Okay, but that's also a shade of green, I guess. Well, okay. Uh, I bought it uh, in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Not so long time ago, mm-hmm. um, when I was there uh, working, and uh, it's secondhand. Everything I'm actually wearing is secondhand today. It's also, these good. shorts, some old Levi's, I think, cut off at mm-hmm. the shorts or at the knees. And then I'm wearing my um, vintage watch from yeah. a brand called Tissot that I'm very happy with. Nice. It's a very nice color. The Thank shirt. you. Very Berlin. Very Berlin, right? <laughs> I try to buy more uh, secondhand lately. Yeah. yeah. Just for the sake of not getting more shit out there in the world. I haven't been that good at it lately, to be honest. I like it, but it takes a lot of energy because you have to really just go through everything and find gold, right? Yeah, but that's what I... I, I always go into these uh, secondhand shops that are a bit more selected things. Yeah. Uh, because if you go into like those where it's just piles and piles of clothes mm. i just get overwhelmed mm. i need a few selections mm. um, you want to trust the guys who yeah exactly like that i don't want to pick my own clothes i'm not too <laughs> <laughs> it's way too much <laughs> way too much it's good that it's more in right now as well definitely fast fashion so. is out yes as Old we talked in the, um, a few episodes ago it's 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 very out workplace clothing there's different words for that as well um i read before that um workwear that is something that you say about mostly about you know if you work in construction or medicine or like that yeah. it's kind of like that not really uniform but um, practical physical work, work wear, clothes yeah, yeah. where you actually do real work yeah yeah, when not you, like what we do. No, no, not not like us. And uh, and then there's something called where to work with like hyphens in between. That's what okay. the experts call the things that we do, right? Okay. Uh, just whatever clothes, but for work. So there's a lot of ways of you, saying what we will talk about. But whatever word we use, we're talking more about the office today, obviously, right? I loved one uh, one other word that you mentioned. Office apparel. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the most boring shop in the entire world. Uh, you have to have so little imagination on what to wear if you go into office apparel. I just imagine you like your life if you go in there. <laughs> oversized shirts in like stripes and um, three colors of pants, and that's yeah. it. The gray, black, yeah, kind of off black and white. One thing that uh, for sure is happening and why it's maybe important for us as millennials to talk about it, uh, about what to wear for work, is that especially in the last decades, we have really seen the how the the consensus, the general consensus at work um, and what we wear and, and, and how should we look at work is changing. Uh, the same as what do people expect from a workplace uh, dress code wise and that goes to both managers and uh, and millennials and everyone else as well yeah. of course 
But I guess millennials are um, driving change a bit more in this. I think they're also a bit uh, like, fuck the norms. I'll mm. wear what I want. I think there's something to that. Mm. But how do you, uh, how do you, what's your go-to work clothes? Do mm. you have like a wardrobe for business Eddie and casual Eddie? No, I don't have two wardrobes, unfortunately. That would be, ma- I don't know if that would be great, but uh, it's, uh, it would be, I would love that for now. I try to, no, that's a good question. I, I wear the same things, whatever I wear for work, um, I feel like I could definitely wear and feel comfy with outside work, right? Um, so I guess it's called something like casual or business casual, whatever you want to say, but it's... Um, You're in general a very business casual kind of gal, aren't you, Eddie G? I don't know, am I? Yeah, Maybe like I in general. <laughs> I have an image of uh, where I want to be, work, where, mm. <laughs> wise, mm. a lot of W's here, um, in, in a few years. Okay. Um, I really enjoy looking at Uh, especially in uh, uh, we've been in the design industry how they dress is really I like it I like it it's a lot of black a lot of minimalistic the things that I that one you have yeah but I'm not there yet when it's like really sleek and nice Mm. I'm like 20% progress okay so so I try to when I shop uh, I try to be as multifunctional I guess as uh, as possible and uh, not really screaming and not really crazy patterns even though those can be really fun I feel like for me subtle in work and outside work is mm. uh, is, a, is a good way to go I can really feel how I feel differently at work depending on what I wear and I definitely think about what I'm wearing more when I go into interviews that's for sure And it goes to like things like, should I wear glasses or not? And okay, all the way to that, those details. I usually do because I look a bit older when I wear glasses. Smart. Do you have a go-to? No, not no. even close. No. I just wear whatever. I don't, I'm not really that, of course I'm aware with what I wear in general, but mm. I'm not really, as I mentioned, I'm not a fashion fashion guy. I don't know mm. anything about fashion. Mm. Um, and I wear the same thing as work and going out as I do to uh, and every day. Mm. I don't really have like any spe- specific thing, which I think for me is uh, in the role that I have. Uh, so for for people that hasn't uh, tuned in before, I work as the process leader at the PwC, which is this uh, consultancy. I work at their uh, creative department um, mm. in Stockholm. And when you think about PwC, you think about suits. You think about the. Uh, you think about what was the name? Office apparel. Office apparel. That's exactly what you think about. <laughs> uh, so I try to break that uh, also because um, I lead creative processes. I mean, if I go there and if I do that in a suit, I, nobody would believe me. I think mm. it. I it enhances my my creative authority to some extent uh, mm. that I look like hey, I can do whatever. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think especially in your work, that's very important that you kind of signal uh, with also how you look, yeah. what kind of uh, mindset will we be now? I mean, you're not going in there with like a weird hat on. And like no, 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 it's, it's not like, it's, it's not uh, like I'm freaking out or no, anything like that. No, no. But I remember I did one workshop with uh, three uh, colleagues from, from the PwC office mm. 
and uh, they were wearing the exact same outfit, like a uh, blue shirt mm. and uh, darker, dark blue navy uh, um, suit pants. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was wearing like something stupid, like just very normal uh, jeans and some something else, yeah. and and my Birkenstock or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few people commented with like, <laughs> Who's this guy? "Yeah, Who's the clown among the adults?" Yeah, no, but I, I like it. I can say that where where I come from or like the the kind of notion that I was raised with was that what you wear when you go just outside home matters quite a lot. I'm, I'm going a bit away from it nowadays. I can go to shop not really minding how I look without any problems, but what you wear to work um, for most of my friends maybe back home matter a lot. And in a, I see it as a good and bad thing because it can be really... It looks nice, right? You look representable or whatever you want to say. <laughs> On the other hand, it's a, it's a lot of work. But uh, I think even if we talk about those places like um, uh, Silicon Valley, uh, which has been the first game changer of the business casual uh, in the 80s when uh, when the tech people started to be cool and, and the whole world all of a sudden looked at them and what they're wearing hoodies and then... Here we are, 30 years later, and uh, there's another problem of uh, going to work with a hoodie, right? No. I mean, but even in Silicon Valley, like, there's, that's what I've heard, is that there's still a difference of how you dress and it kind of, it shows your status. So if you're in a startup, you would be yeah, very there's casual. a difference between if you're the if you're the developer or if you're the Investor, business developer yeah. or like whoever you are exactly higher you are in that rank if you can say higher i don't know but um and the role that you have i think mm-hmm. more yeah absolutely so even in places where which are like these at the forefront of business casual i think there's still you can't really get the status out of the workwear mm. <laughs> office apparel so. it's funny that you mentioned because uh, i was brought up uh, with uh, the exact opposite mm. uh, i always remember when uh, when my dad went to work uh, he has a, a fairly good position at a big danish company and i was also always surprised like how can you wear this to work <laughs> why don't you wear a suit or something like that mm. and then he also he always said like it's not what you wear it's what you do and I think that's um, I think that's uh, I think that's a really really good mentality. Mm. Uh, of course, you can change people's perception of you, and you can fake it till you make it somehow. Also, by changing what you wear, uh, but most important is that you feel great. Mm. Uh, and my dad, he wore like fifteen-year-old uh, jeans and like. The shirt that I'm wearing right now is very <laughs> my dad-ish. Yeah. And um, for me, it was like, I thought that it could be cool to work in a suit every single day. For, but that's what you thought. I thought you that that was like, yeah. Oof, yeah. imagine going to work in a suit every day. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, no. Have you ever tried? I've never tried. Of, hmm. um, you could just try for an experiment. Yeah, just to try it for a month. month. Yeah. yeah, that's actually mm-hmm. a good idea. And then be like reflections after a month in a suit. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. I'll think about it. Yeah. No, but uh, seriously, that could be like, uh, how do people 
if how do they, people act in front of you and then and, and, uh, is there anything changing on yeah, yeah. it's gonna be okay i'm gonna do it yeah. i'm gonna try it maybe for a week a month is too long yeah but do you have a dress code at work like, i think we do to some extent yeah i think we do and i think that my interpretation of especially stockholm is that it is very more business than casual compared mm-hmm. to for instance copenhagen mm-hmm. where people wear whatever the fuck they want yeah There are and so many people with barefoot on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nice, but it's also like... It's also, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you have any shoes on? I yeah. Um, I th- I mean, I've pushed the boundaries uh, a few times with like being very casual when I'm doing workshops with, I, for instance, people that don't know me. I have written, fuck art, let's dance on my legs. And when I'm wearing shorts, people can see that. It's visible. And... Um, So one day I was wearing uh, like denim shorts cut off where you can see my tattoos. And then I was wearing like old 80s um, sneakers and then a denim uh, jacket. Mm. And one colleague came to me and like just <laughs> looked at me like, what the fuck are you wearing? Like, Because she was, she was a change. bit like, okay, I need to dress up a bit for work. And mm. then... I could see that. I mean, like, especially as... Um Woman, I don't want to generalize here and saying that everyone puts hours every morning into before going to work. I don't, and most of people I know don't. But uh, it it can be quite annoying if you see a guy who's like completely just. I got out of bed like this, you know, and you're like, yeah, I made my hair for an hour. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, but that's a. I mean, it's a personal thing. One thing that I'm really happy about, though, at workplace, that it's like now it's fine because I remember still in um, not that long ago, but when living in London, I still didn't think that it was okay. But now I'm like embracing it full on is the sneakers thing that it's well, first of all, you wear it with anything and anywhere and you thought about when you were in London that that was not I once saw a woman in a like a a suit no but like the pencil skirt and the jacket and like the very banking look mm. and in sneakers on the street and i was like whoa this blows my mind whoa <laughs> easy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was not okay for me now i really don't think so <laughs> i don't think the opposite and i'm very grateful for sneakers coming in as a uh, wear them anywhere and that is something that uh, i embrace a lot i agree Eddie G, can you tell me about your power outfit? What is that? Like when you want to kick indoors and uh, what does it say? Take names and kick ass yeah. or what's the saying? Uh, I have one. Now I'm giving away my whole... I feel like I'm giving away my power because I'm telling what's my power outfit. But I will I will do it anyways because it's, uh, it's not like a secret, right? <laughs> but I think if you would look back at the job interviews or important workshops or whatnot in the you last... You always wear this. Years, seriously i look back at the pictures and just that's like, so funny <laughs> um but it's um it a bit depends on the season of course but it would mostly be uh black tight jeans um if it's winter it can be dr martin's so like very heavy boots or in general just like a boot 
So okay. it's a bit of a, it's a bit heavier. You need to kick the door, right? And uh, a black top, and I have this, I have this uh, flowery weird pattern. Yeah, t- I've uh, seen sure, it. Yeah, you've seen it a lot. Trust me. It's uh, which I wear over. Yeah, it's like an oversized shirt. It was given to me by my grandmother. It was hers in the 80s. She bought it somewhere in Finland a very long time ago. She gave it to me, and that's probably the, the one clothing that I've gotten also the most people coming up to me and asking where I bought it. Also because I wear it so often, so it's not <laughs> really a surprise. But um, so that kind of combination, uh, plus the glasses probably. Yeah. Um, and then you um, put up your hair. I would say so, yeah. So it's like, so you don't need to be distracted by that, mm-hmm. like, at all. And that's, uh, that thing is powerful. Yeah, I really feel that, okay, now I'm, now I'm ready because nothing distracts me. That's very important. That like you don't feel like something is like... But is it like, like, do you feel like it's empowering for you or do you feel like people treat you differently or both? I think it's empowering for me and people might treat me differently than if I had worn something that was... A flower dress. A flower dress, for example. I think I told you yesterday I was in this uh, vintage shop and I found a dress that was... It was very, very, very nice. I still think about it. I will probably think about it like weeks after this. And it's it was amazing. I couldn't really buy it. It's a bit too expensive. Uh, but anyways, I was like standing there and being like... Because when you have these expensive things, uh, you're a bit like, okay, I need to come up with a good reason why I should buy it, right? Um, I didn't have any because I knew that I can't wear this to work. Because if I wear this to work, people will not take me seriously whatsoever. Because I don't feel serious in that okay. dress. You know, I feel like a flower girl. That's not serious uh, enough for, especially in the work that I do in like project managing and stuff. And yeah, looking a bit younger than I am. And it's, uh, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's uh, not playing for your benefit. So I have to narrow it down to uh, black t-shirts and grandma shirts. I'm happy that you found this outfit because it sounds like it's actually, you think a lot about it, what you wear. Yeah, I do. I do think a lot about especially power outfits and Mm. like when shopping, thinking of how does this enhance what I want to say. Okay, that's crazy. Do you have a power outfit? What do you wear for like a kick-ass job interview? I don't know. I think it actually depends a bit on like what company I would go to a job interview for Mm. uh, and what the role would be. I don't think I have a power outfit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, I make sure that it's not dirty, that it's yeah. uh, f- that I look fairly okay. And of course, if I'm going to go to uh, a client presentation where we're going to pitch in something, uh, I might think about like not wearing something I would wear to a festival, maybe. Mm. Uh, it's not something that I think no. uh, in my everyday mm. at all. Isn't that a bit... Uh also to do with the whole um, feminine versus masculine. But I think that there's something with, um, that there might be something with women have to, or feel like they have to, you can answer this better than I can, look a specific way to uh, show power. Mm. Uh, I think that in Sweden, it's not that dominated. It's not like Mm. that male dominated. It's still, of course... Uh, far more male uh, on on boards and these kind of things. Uh, I mean, it depends where you work. Yeah, for, yeah definitely. For me, I've like mostly worked with men or like with companies who or teams that are they're mostly male, and then you kind of want to have this kind of um, 
you want to just feel that you can step in a conversation very um, casually, no, but or or with confidence. Yeah, and that you're not this sweet little girl, but no. you're actually a powerful woman that no. can kick ass. Yeah, and I and think a lot, of, a lot of people probably can do it without thinking about what they're wearing. But I think for a lot of women, women it definitely helps to have those like power outfits. I've heard also this one theory of. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. That is Oprah. Well. No, no, no. Uh, she, who Jennifer Lopez. Huffington Post. Arian Huffington, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's it. Right? Yeah. Um, she has this uh, thing about wearing the same outfit for different kind of speeches or events where she is because that's for a long time it has been a taboo for women to appear in the same outfit for different mm, for so she's different doing it events. on purpose she's doing it on purpose i love that uh because uh for men it's like i have this suit i wear it a hundred <laughs> times yeah. no one cares for women it's like oh my god haven't you worn this dress like uh two years ago once we saw this and she's taking it like the you know she's, she's taking it upside down I like because that. and and for her the whole the, the thinking behind it and how she explains it is because it increases her productivity to uh we already think about so many things during the day if we then take extra time to think about how to combine the latest trends and always be at the top of that and and change them every day mm. that just takes off like both financially and uh, and energy wise so i kind of like that uh, attitude of being like okay these are my few things that i think that work i feel confident i feel good in them and i will just combine them and yeah you can't really give me shit about that full support for that yeah but what you said about hillary i mean there's there's the whole uh pantsuit pantsuit thing uh it's wearing it's when women wear a suit with right? pants with yeah, pants exactly. not a dress yeah not the not the skirt no thing which would be i guess more traditional so yeah, that's that's I guess also like a bit of a statement and a bit of a power outfit thing. That meaning like a pantsuit. I don't have one. I don't know how that feels. Oh, that's what I'm gonna give you for a birthday. Yes, a pants do. suit. Yes, you're very welcome to do that. Good, um, and then a copy of uh, the latest biography of uh, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> When thinking of what to wear at work, I guess it's there's a lot of the why it can be confusing, I think, is that you kind of have to balance between what you like and what's your personal thing versus what is uh, what is the company values. Yeah, I, I can share one story, um, which is when I used to work at a event company, mm. it had it, it has the had this culture of being very professional there I was not allowed to wear shorts, for instance. And also, uh, another fun example, I go to a CrossFit box, CrossFit center, uh, very close to my work. And uh, some of the people there know that I work at PwC. And then I, when I put on shorts and I put on this like very low-key thing, they're <laughs> like, I've been asked four or five times, are you allowed to wear shorts at work? I think, I think it's... To be honest, I think it's stupid. I think people should wear whatever they want, uh, and it should be up to people to decide what kind of what kind of message that they want to send with whatever they wear. Uh, mm. But a company should never say what people should wear. And also coming back to something that we talked about before, bringing your whole self to work. Mm. 
Yeah, if you kind of suppress that with saying that, yeah, well, this is not how we do it here. Well, what what are we <laughs> like? Yeah. What is the culture? I think there's still there can be some boundaries. Of course, it depends again where you work and if you work with, let's say, if you are um, all the time in front of a client in I don't know customer service or something. There's probably a bit more of a, um, a bit more pressure that or a bit more. Like if you work in a shop, for instance. For, yeah, for example, yeah. or bank clerk or whatnot. You know, like when you constantly need to represent the brand as well. Um, yeah. Then I, I assume that you can put a bit more. Um, that then it's okay that the workplace puts a bit more. Uh, yeah, attention. but I, I think I think it's also I think that it should never be. I think that it should never be uh, spoken of. It should never be like. It should just be within the air. It should just mm. be within like this is what people wear, mm. and uh, you want to act professional, so you don't wear your Hello Kitty T-shirt mm. to work. Mm. Like it should, it sh- it should not be um, necessary to mention it to anyone. Mm. Um, yeah, then it's a question if everyone has the common sense, <laughs> but that's a different. Uh, okay, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Then it's also about hiring and also being able to like talk about what kind of values is that we represent here. Yeah. Like if you want to represent. Uh, creativity and innovation and failing fast then hoodies and uh, uh, Mm. flowery whatever uh, might work but if you want to build like trust competence professionalism uh, then maybe not wear all your secondhand clothings no yeah i guess like once you talk about it and that's the culture talk or the, the, the value talk that we have mentioned in the previous episodes <laughs> um if you have done that right and if you have found if you recruit from a cultural fit perspective then there shouldn't be any problems no then it just comes naturally it would be weird if that person doesn't fit in in terms of clothes yeah <laughs> it's like and also if you judge your employees based on what they wear then you should also think again i think that's moving on moving on Eddie, you looked into actually some studies around this because um, even though that you and I sit here and we uh, say, hey, wear whatever you you want and all these kind of things, there's actually some studies that shows uh, that wearing different kinds of clothes will change your performance. Yeah, I think the the most subjects go around like the impact on the performance of and and how you how productive you get and how how you think and how actually what you wear can can really affect your results and their actual studies about it and it's it's um it's a, I think it's a fun subject to look at because it kind of goes against all the trends and all, all what like we're now talking about. Yeah. Um but what to do? Those are studies, so you have to trust them, right? Um, but they're um, maybe they're sponsored by apparelclothing.com. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> apparel clothing. No, what was it? Work apparel. No, work apparel. Work apparel. Yeah, greatworkapparel.com. But there's um, there's a few really interesting ones. For example, that there's one that says that uh, like I would never thought so, but uh, in t- two thousand doesn't matter when they did a study where they asked uh, asked the people to change into uh, formal or casual clothing so half of them are formal half casual i assume uh, so the ones who were dressed in formal clothing uh, 
business apparel or how, how do we call it? Just wearing that increased their abstract thinking. Uh, so they were giving, given um, cognitive tests and uh, abstract thinking, meaning they could strategize better, think a bit like wider and all that stuff. And I think that's that's so interesting because you usually associate abstract and free thinking with probably casual clothing, right? But in this case, because they say that the effect was the feeling of power. Mm. And I guess that the power then translates into, I can think bigger. Yeah, I dare I to think bigger. Exactly. Yeah. That's actually a fun, uh, really fun study. This is an American study. Yeah. I think it's also a bit different related. Mm. So when you wear a suit, then you feel powerful. You look mm. powerful. I think here in Scandinavia, it's a bit... My assumption is that it's a bit different. I remember from, from school that we had to go to exams uh, dressed nicely, meaning uh, quite formal. Uh, guys wore suits and girls wore whatever formal. Who, who uh, decided this? Families teachers. or teachers? Okay. But it was like a common sense. It's not okay. like a thing that teachers need to be like, okay, so tomorrow, remember. it was. It's so much into maybe it's something to do with our culture or whatnot, but it's... But the feeling when you go into exam and you're everyone's dressed nicely and everyone's ready to just rock the exam. To rock the exam. I still think it did something to us. Maybe our teachers were just so smart. They knew these studies before they were even cool, you know. They knew that that's the effect on people, that if we will be dressed nicely, our results will be better, right? Yeah, I, I, I can see that, especially with kids. Also, maybe... Okay, now I'm being serious about this. Now I'm mm -hmm. maybe also I look and feel a bit more mature, and yeah, mm -hmm. I get that. Talking about the what you see around as well, there's another study which shows that if you were told that you're wearing a lab coat, they they just give out like different different clothings for people, and if you're told you're wearing a scientist's coat, you will do better in. Um, in some kind of like test or exam and also if you will see them around you than if you were casual so just like the whole format and the whole context of the like the where you are kind of you feel differently so is the future a uh, future where we wear suits and lab coats to work or probably not because uh, at least not for um, maybe it's also like not uh, until the next generation no definitely not no. And maybe it's also um, just feeling right here and right now. It will wear off, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It could be fun to talk to like a lap worker. Like, do you feel more empowered when you put on your lap yeah. coat? You wake up in the morning, you're like, I don't know shit. And then yeah, you go to work and you like, put it on. You're like, oh This man, equation is so easy. I will now cure cancer. <laughs> <laughs> But the, I mean, some say that the, the whole thing about why casual or why companies need to have business casual for millennials um, is so when you want to attract more people and also the economic times are relatively good hmm. <laughs> yeah we are the ones who dictate the rules so we are like we don't care what we wear so we don't want to and one thing i wanted to ask you did you ever when you were growing up did you ever hear that you when did you get your get your tattoos four years ago i think okay but you never heard the thing about you will not get a job if you have tattoos and stuff like that yes my mom has told me that many times still still okay my brother is getting tattoos pretty much <laughs> every fucking week these days and uh, does he have a job he does he's still he's still in school <laughs> i think my mom is a bit like all right but mm -hmm. you, d you can't put anything like below your 
elbows, for instance. Oh right, yeah, on hands and stuff. Like yeah, that. hands yeah. is of course, but that's a no go. That, that that doesn't. That's never going to look good either. But like Ooh. from your elbow to down to your wrist, for instance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot about that, and when I you was you must have up, heard about that a lot. Yeah, yeah. that the um, Edith from Latvia. <laughs> it's okay to generalize a bit in this podcast, isn't it? It's fine. It's fine. But but I remember even very like, traditional. Much more traditional than other places, uh, or than Copenhagen, maybe. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But it's uh, no, even um, when growing up and going like in um, middle school, let's say, and talking with friends. Obviously, none of us had tattoos then, and talking about <laughs> that could uh, be cool though. That could be cool, <laughs> like a thirteen-year-old with like sleeves, yeah, full on. But um, and talking about yeah, I don't think that I could have a tattoo because I do want to an office job i mean i remember my friends actually saying that to me and uh, it's uh just like how much has that changed i don't think are there places that are definitely not in sweden sweden is the most tattooed apparently uh, country in the world really mm-hmm. i don't know i'm actually don't quote me on this but i've heard that they I eat will the, quote you on this they eat the most bananas and they're most and they uh, eat the most candy in the world also oh yeah that's not a surprise yeah that's true and they're most tattooed. Like, picture that. <laughs> and most politically correct. <laughs> yes. So, um, I mean, that, does, that definitely doesn't work there. The whole no tattoo uh, policy. No. Mm. I get that. But I still think, like... I still have this feeling that it's not okay. To to have them on the... No, like, just like, just, uh, in general. Really? Yeah. That is so strange. Because yeah, you no. just said it like, I don't care what whatever, and you're like, no, tattoos are not okay. No, no, I, I feel like it's okay, but I yeah. feel like in Sweden that there are still some places where it's not okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. In Stockholm, at least. Okay. Have you ever f- seen a side eye? I have seen a few people look at my tattoos and like... Mm, Maybe because it says fuck. Like maybe it's because what it says maybe mm-hmm. that's true all right summarize summarize uh, yeah no? we're there i think right. so what uh, what's your takeaways my takeaways are that feeling confident and uh, being yourself first and not uh, not putting too much effort into being exactly like everyone else is very important at work and you kind of like need to balance it with the maybe rest of the crew just for the just for the reasons I think for inclusion and feeling good at work Um, maybe some people really like to stand out that's fine as well but uh, to find this good balance between bringing your whole self to work and uh, fitting the company values as we said there's this thing about the red sneakers effect when uh, they see that uh, people who wear something, who go a bit out of the norm and wear something, if it's an accessory or something that is like in a bright color and it's not like usual, people actually give more credit to those people because they think that they're powerful enough to stick out. I think it's a good thing to remember. It reminds me of uh, of the peacock effect from the book uh, The Game. Yeah. That is about how men can sleep with most women, or with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. 
and then they wear, wear something which is peacock-ish mm -hmm. to show confidence. Okay, wear was, something. What is peacock? Oh, yeah, I mean, like like, a, like, like something to yeah. like stand out from the crowd. Yeah, yeah. That was just a side reference. Yeah, either if you want to sleep with someone or you want to be really great in your career, wear <laughs> wear, wear wear something, something bold. Different. Wear something bold and be yourself. Uh, but that would be my uh, main uh, main takeaway. I think I'm very much plus one of that. I think uh, people should wear whatever the fuck they want. Of course, with uh, with your position and with the company in mind. There's also certain things that I don't say in certain situations. Uh, I am a different person when I'm with you or when I'm with uh, at work or with my parents or whoever I'm with. And it's the same with uh, clothing. Mm. Uh, of course, um, we adapt to the situation that we are in. And uh, clothing is a great example of that. Mm. Uh, it shouldn't dictate it. I mean, I, uh, I think it's important to wear something that you feel confident in. Mm. And then I actually think it is a, a good trick. Like if you have a power outfit, yeah. like find whatever you feel most powerful yeah. and then use it in those situations. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when you do the power pose, <laughs> just to get a bit more uh, testosterone in mm. you. Uh, it's the same with uh, with outfits. And as mm. you mentioned, um, the more powerful we feel, the more creative, the more innovative, the more uh, strong and a lot of things we feel. I talked to a colleague uh, not long ago. Uh, he dresses feminine uh, to seem more approachable when in meetings with uh, powerful men. That, uh, that, is... that, was very, um, that was very new to me. Yeah. I don't know I, how to dress. I wonder how does that look? Yeah, I, that was also my my biggest um and how does not he worry feel about but like it? no but he was like uh he does it deliberately okay. like uh, to to get more to be seen more approachable I guess. But for meetings with men. Yeah, exactly. Huh. As I would assume that you do that for like maybe meetings with women? No, I think it's because then they his he, hypothesis was that yeah. then they don't feel threatened by yeah. him yeah. that they can open up and they can whatever in, i don't th in this my is, mind he's like this huge guy who's like otherwise really threatening and no, he needs no, to get no, out no, of the wife yeah. beater so he's like <laughs> okay now i'm actually wearing him <laughs> wife beater is a really bad name that reminds that reminds me of um was that the summary maybe yeah but what does that remind you of Those reminds me of our checkout. Oi, yeah, let's do that. All right, I want you to check out with, with the best white wife. Peter. No, with something that you would never wear at work, <laughs> and that's my thing. I would never wear a wife beater at work. Like that's so. <laughs> I would never wear that. I, that's that's so casual that I mean, no matter what that's you the do, then you can never pull off a wife beater no. in very few situations. Very few situations you can pull uh, off a wife beater at, at work. At work, yeah. I just don't see that. I worked in a cafe and uh, one of my colleagues, he always had wife beaters on, but it was this really small, you had to be like up close with the customers, like, you know, handling them food like over, like with your armpits in yeah. their face. And, uh, Not and that, cool. that was a very casual place. And our manager was like, where, whatever. But then after that summer... <laughs> He actually had to write like a whole uh, company email to like making it clear that 
wife beaters are at not work okay. are not welcome because <laughs> we are still in the I'm imagining like this sign of a wife beater and then like a cross over it like <laughs> can wear wife beaters here. I I agree with that. It's just not a it's no. Keep it for the I don't know where can you wear it? beach. Right? Do gardening in wife beaters. Gardening is really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And great tan as well from that. That was mine. Yeah. What do I what will I never wear for work? Um Oh, so many things actually. <laughs> um, I I think um, I think I would never wear um, way too. No, no, I can't go that way. That will be really bad. What is this? No, I wanted to say like way too short skirt, but that's like you can't you can't say that. Why not? That's that a trend a that I've been seeing so far. Like uh, young girls wearing way too short uh denim shorts where i can see half of their ass yeah. it doesn't look good no matter how great of an ass you have yeah. don't do it you look silly yeah i mean it's and at work mostly because i would be so uncomfortable yeah. with that i mean i'm mostly uncomfortable with any no if it's like there can be very comfortable skirts don't get me wrong skirts are awesome but like this tight and very short and you're just like i would be constantly aware of myself and that's the worst feeling ever. Yeah. When you leave home and you're just aware of what you're wearing in a bad way. The clothes are wearing you, not the other way around. Doesn't work. So short skirt. Like a yeah, like a belt kind of short. <laughs> that's very short. <laughs> I've seen some. You've been listening to Millennials at Work. Which is a podcast hosted by myself. My name is Rasmus and my dear dear friend ADG also called Edite. Uh, and um, if you like this podcast, we would really like for you to go in, review it, give it five stars and maybe share it to a friend. Yeah, yeah. Apple Podcasts app is great for that and other apps are great for just listening. That's how life works, unfortunately. But I mean, it's good as well. Uh, we hope you enjoy your summer. Write to us and follow us on Instagram, mill underscore at work. And we talk to you very very soon and never wear a wife beater to work yeah wear your power outfit instead good thank you for listening bye i'm a millennial